Oh, shoot. Um, well, that was a mistake. Uh, well, don't, if you're ever on StreamYard, folks, do not try to switch brands midway through. Um, I, uh, I don't really know what to do now. Welcome to the weekend. Sp- uh, uh, Rattle. Hello and welcome back to the Weekend Spread. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, as always, we've got Jameson Maxwell, Ty Lee, and Boaten Blake. This is our weekly picks show. We go down and break down our favorite picks across the Big 12 and around college football. And um, before we get started, I believe uh, believe it's uh, there are some apologies in order. Blake, uh, there oh is God. no apologies in order, Bobby. You said it was going to be a backdoor cover. You did not predict OU to be leading by three or seven, but who, seven but who or covered? three at halftime. You covered, four. yes, because they led, they led by four. Yeah, yeah, and it was sucks. ass. And I, I hate with this even a stuff. He's holding a damn cigar in his hand. No, he, he's about to laugh at us. Brent I, Venables took the foot off the gas, and I hate him for that. You got to you, cream your you opponents. You got to put them. In- you laughed at me for a. Full like three minutes about how bad a pick is, and it hit. And all I did think it of hit. if OU played three quarters. Think of that; it would have been a massacre, Bobby. You there would be nothing left of your carcass after that. But it didn't happen, did it? I knew they would have a down re- a, a downtime, and they did. They definitely did. You did you say downtime. You said they let their foot off the gas. Their foot was never on the gas to start that game. Okay. Well, either way, what I was trying to say is I didn't think they would uh, cover, and they didn't. So there you go. I think that's pretty good. And uh, as as a result, I went 8-3, one of my best weeks ever. Pot of green hit with Wake Forest uh, minus 15, uh, 13 and a half. Wild card hit with Arkansas minus 6 and a half. And uh, yeah, no, I won, I won the two Island Boys I had with BYU and Kent State. So pretty good week for Bobby. I got to say pretty good week for me. I'm leading the table at, with, a, with a record of 15 and 10. Second place is tie at 13 and 11. Uh, Blake is 12 and 12 and Blake, once again, riding the poop deck at 11 and 13. Uh, no, Blake, everyone... Blake is 11 and 13. I, Jameson is 12 and 12. Let it be known yeah, that you said, Blake I'm living double. in his head rent free. That's why he's saying my name all the time. Jameson is 12 and 12. Yeah. Everyone else went five and five, a, a solid 500, really not a bad week. Nobody lost, but, uh, yeah. So there's that. Those are the picks. Uh, that's what happened. So. Let's just get back on the wagon here. Get back with our picks because it's a uh, it's pretty packed slate, pretty good slate, pretty tricky slate. But uh, I don't know. I'm excited. So, Jameson, how'd you feel about last week? What'd you think? I felt really good to begin. I picked Texas uh, just because I was so high on them the preseason, even though I was very uncomfortable with that pick. Hey, worked out. Um, but I'm just gonna say this: I'm mad about Pittsburgh and Texas Tech. Yes, I got the push with those, but. Texas Tech, you know, it's that thing. If they just had their extra point, they would have covered the spread at four in overtime. It was just the unlucky they were the touchdown score in the second part of the overtime. And I understand they came back at the end to get that field goal to take it into overtime. But still, and I also, I, Blake disagrees with me with this. I mean, Pittsburgh put up a good fight. And I feel like that really hurt that I only pushed on that with a plus seven. Fair enough, fair enough. 
Ty, Blake, your thoughts? What, tell me, tell me your. Oh, no, sorry, I want to Blake, hear Blake's process because he was talking game. You think Tennessee deserved to cover that more than Pittsburgh deserved to cover that game? Yeah, like I, th- I felt like after like the first quarter, Tennessee was by far the better team. Kind of like locked it in. I think if I remember correctly, Pitt got out to a pretty early lead, and they then did. Tennessee just kind of turned turned on the Jets. Like I had Tennessee first quarter, that bet did not hit, but. I just thought Tennessee was the way better team that game, and we kind of saw it. So, yeah, Ty, your thoughts uh, for last week? Yeah, I had a rough week. I went five and five, but we count pushes as wins for the sake of ease, uh, for our own sake when it comes to this pick'em. So I had a uh, a couple that that I will personally sort of count as a loss. It was a really rough week. Thankfully, my USC Trojans bailed me out on my wild card. And uh, but we had some good football. It was a great, great week of football. Lots of chaos, lots of, lots of upsets, lots of turmoil. And hopefully, I think uh, we're about to see a lot of those upsets. A lot of that turmoil is thankfully going to drive down some of these betting lines and make them a lot juicier, a lot more competitive. If you can uh, hold the line and continue to believe in some of these teams. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, and I, I'm with you. I, I think. Uh, Things are starting to shake out. Week two is always weird. It's kind of an overreaction week, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but uh, let's dive into the picks. We're starting out with uh, one of the later picks of the day of Saturday. Miami at Texas A&M. The Aggies favored by five and a half. All lines provided by DraftKings Sportsbook, our, uh, our, our, our friend and sponsor. The Aggies reeling after a upset. By our by our boys Yosef. I I should have gone with them. I mean, it it still worked on the pot of greed because it my my pot of greed pick still hit. But if Yosef hit, oh my god, that would have been the best. But um, yeah, Miami traveling to Kyle Field to uh to um kind of wrap out this non conference. So uh, as I led or as I lead everything, um, I guess I get to start. So I'm gonna go. This is. This is a tricky one. Honestly, I don't like it. I don't like the line. I don't really know what Texas A&M team will see. But I personally am taking that I'm taking that Texas A&M atmosphere at Kyle Field over what I saw last week with Haynes King, all of that mess. I just I have a feeling A&M rebounds um and uh, gets a win here. Five and a half, weird, weird line. I don't like this. I'm staying away from this personally, but we have to pick it because it's a good game. So that's what we'll go with. Um, just thinking about the order here. Let's move Blake to the end. Ty second. So Ty, you, um, you're next. What do you think on this? I know Miami's one of your yeah. four teams. Hey, Miami's one of my 14 teams. I've many teams that I've been a lifelong fan of since at least 2019 uh, when I began this. But uh, yeah, at first I was distracted by this amazing graphic. Obviously the first thing that drew my eye was uh, our wonderful sponsors, Raycon and DraftKings. Shout out to to them for supporting the podcast. And then uh, Miami with this uh, dog that they have and then uh, <laughs> Texas A&M. I had a bit about the Texas A&M thing being a, like a cop or something, but uh We'll we'll keep hey, it calm for the start. Of they've already, they've already made like themselves a bit. Yeah, he's yeah. like a sergeant for their. He's like a sergeant yeah. for their fake army. But uh, but anyways, um, I think that this is is going to be a classic. A lot of people are overreacting to. I think had AM not lost, even I think if AM had had a scare last week 
although we all know that they did lose, I think this would still be a, a higher line. Miami is typical, typical Miami. I understand they got a lot of stuff going for them, and I believe in their rebuild to some extent, but not right away. This is this is not the year, and AM has stumbled. They are a team that stumbled. Jimbo, you know, has those stumble games here and there. But uh, I think AM bounces back. And yeah, I think at at Kyle Fields in, in College Station, where uh, they've won at least 17 national championships, I'm assuming based on how their fan base acts, give me Texas AM. I will say, I wonder if uh, they're going to take away Jimbo's national championship that they awarded him with no date on it. Um, do they? Mm, when, when you start, I hope not, that, because then what would they have to hang on to? Kyler Murray's Heisman. Oh, that's true. That's true. Did did he send him a copy? Probably not. But Jameson, your thoughts on this game? Here's my thought process with the y'all's thought process. Y'all are saying, you know, Kyle Field and in College Station is going to be popping ready to bounce back from this. Like they just lost to Appalachian State at home. And as a team and as a fan base that has very high like thought process about them, it's hard to come back after that and not be really, really pessimistic. 14 yards, I mean, 14 points and then under 100 yards for Haynes King passing. Like, there's a lot of fans, I'm sure, have been on the message boards all week just talking down on this team over and over and over. I'm going to go Miami here at plus five and a half. Obviously, the line is a little bit nasty, uh, but I just don't like the vibes around Texas A&M, especially playing at home again after a home loss. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And I, I would also like to say I'm I'm kind of out on Miami. I think they're a little overhyped this year um, as well. But, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I think I think the vibes are weird. Again, don't like the game overall, but I think that's part of it too. Uh, Blake, who do you got in this matchup? Yeah, this is kind of a gun-to-your-head pick kind of that we've been alluding to just because both these teams I see – massive flaws in uh we could start with a&m like obviously they lost to options last week but really what's concerning to me is that this offense this texas a&m offense was only able to get not even 200 yards on an appalachian state defense that allowed probably like 300 400 500 yards versus unc the week prior like they were definitely swiss cheese and nobody took advantage of that last week and so I look at Haynes King. He's not the guy. I hope they go to Max Johnson or that five-star, supposedly Johnny Manziel. Wagman. I think just Wegman. Yeah, right. Connor Wegman. Mm-hmm. Uh, dual threat. Like, I hope they try to do something different. But I will say this. It's like Texas A&M's defense still hold, held strong, did not allow Appalachian State's offense to really get going. And you look on the other side, I'm like, oh, that this kind of points to Miami, but also Miami as well, like Southern Miss, although you look at the final score, 30-7, to eh, like, wish they would have blown them out more. It was 10-7 to at halftime. This offense is not clicking this year. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke was, like, probably some people's dark horse Heisman, or just at least in that contention. He's a good quarterback, but they allowed four sacks to Southern Miss. This offense is not in sync. Their defense, I, like, allowed 342 yards to Bethune, <laughs> Bethune Cookman. <laughs> I just, I, I'm kind of with the other guys. Don't overreact. Texas A&M's defense is going to keep them in it. I just hope that they move on to a different quarterback. And, like, this is functionally a very similar team that beat Alabama last year. Like, they have that potential, but they also had the potential to play close games just because they don't have a elite offense. But 
I'm going to take A&M here. I just think I don't want to overreact in this moment. For sure. I think that's fair. And we do have a couple comments uh, as well. We'll get to those a little bit later as we roll through our spread and everything. Let's move on to another game. We got the BYU Cougars heading to Autzen Stadium to take on uh, Oregon. The Ducks favored by Trefitty here. Uh, BYU fresh off of a uh, pretty big win against Baylor at home. Uh, went to overtime. Really, really tight one. Um, but they, uh, you know, st- we, they, I, I think they're still missing uh, Gunnar Romney, though. And uh, I, I don't know. Puka Blake, Nikua. what do you think? And, yeah, Puka yeah. Yeah, Blake, what do you think about this game? I hate to say it, but I'm siding with the Cougars here. This really pains me, but honestly, I was very impressed uh, against them. Uh, like, like impressed with BYU versus Baylor last week. I expected with those two wide receivers, they would get nothing done in the passing game. And they didn't, like, shred the Baylor offense, but it was definitely the, like, go-to for them. Chase Roberts was destroying just him alone was destroying the Baylor's defense last week and I just there's no faith with me in Oregon I know they played Eastern Washington last week killed them but I just keep on going back to that Georgia game and their defense got absolutely carved they came into the season being an NFL like kind of like an NFL style defense in a sense just because they have so many prospects on that side and still got carved by Stetson Bennett and the passing game so I hope BYU's just in uh, the team room just getting some good pass plays out because Stetson Bennett wasn't throwing it very far, and they were still carving up that Georgia defense. I really liked what I saw from Jaron Hall last week. I really liked what I saw uh, from Chase Roberts, a guy that came out of nowhere. So I think they're going to carve him through the pass game. It worries me, too. They're on a stretch of three games right here where they have to play, I think, Arkansas next. Like, they're on a rough, rough stretch. But BYU honestly really impressed me. And even on the road, I think I'm going to take the more proven offense. Give me BYU. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, Jameson, who do you got? Uh, You're not jumping back on the Bo Nix experience after what he did to Eastern Washington last week? What are you talking about, Blake? Five See, this touchdowns, is, zero interceptions. This is the ultimate, though. I choose BYU, and then the Bo Nix after dark experience happens, and I'm just screwed that it's this game that he throws five TDs, zero interceptions, looks like a god, and that's his only game that he ever does that. So I, I was struggling to pick this one. I Obviously, a lot of these lines I've been struggling, but um, I was leaning Oregon, and I feel even better about it now that Blake is fading the Bo Nix experience, and that's his perfect time to come out. Bo Nick's going to throw for three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and one rushing. Wins big now and shoves it in Blake's face. Hey, I all right. Wow. What, oh, a, a big move to back up uh, the Bo Nick's experience. But, uh, hey. hey. Yeah, after hey, what they did for me. It's not crazy, though. Hey, I like, it's not crazy. It's hey, not crazy. Hey, I object. Why do we have a banner that has me in last? If I'm in second, it's not a, it's not an order. It's just uh, that's just where the names were. I didn't arrange alphabetical. The, what does that mean? What does that mean? You that made kind it. Of alphabetical. I just uh, made it Boaten. right now. I forgot to I forgot to add it. <laughs> My first name is obviously Boaten, so it should be. Yeah, like it's not. Bobby. If his first name is Boaten, yeah, this it's is an entire. You invented this. This is an arbitrary order. You made sure that you were first. Boaten is Anyways. a is a okay. Boaten is a title for the for one. So we don't know that that mm, could be it's a, my first it's name. A, maybe it's, it's just an a, adverb. Actually. Okay, well, 
well, in that case, fine. I'll remove the banners and fix them then. If, it, if it's really that going to bother you that much. But anyways, Ty, who do you have in this game? Uh, go Ducks, but I got to take the Cougars in this one. I just, I, I haven't, you know, wow. Oregon. I am, I am oh, reacting because I do. I, I am sympathetic towards Oregon. I, I like them. I, I love their brand, and um, I think it's just cool. But I, I, I guess I'm overreacting to week zero or week one, whatever it was. Still, but at BYU, I've at least seen them fight and have some life against a. Um, a power five opponent, obviously Oregon, you know, the defending national champs who it seems like still don't get respect. And I'm not talking about this podcast. I'm talking about the national media, you know, that's what more do they have to do uh, to not be considered second fiddle to uh, Alabama. But yeah, I, I got to take the the Cougars in this one just cause I, I haven't really followed or seen both teams. So I'm just going to do the basic look at the schedules. This one looks a little bit better. So give me the Cougars minus three and a half. Bobby, Make me a double you, island boy. Bobby, before you go on your talk, I will say last week's game, BYU Baylor, a good moment for the Shield. We are in good hands coming our uh our I guess in two years, whenever OU probably One year. leaves. One year. Uh we're so we're conflicted about it. I want OU in Texas to have to like I want OU BYU on a Thursday night in Provo. Like I want some oh, sicko God. scheduling for OU in Texas just for one year to bully them on their way out. But honestly, like if you're if you're looking for a good football conference to watch, the Big Twelve is in good hands if you watch any moment of that Baylor BYU game. Yeah, no, for sure. It was a very encouraging um, moment for the future. I fully agree with that. Um, and you know, look, I'm I'm big on BYU here as well. Uh, Jameson, Woo-hoo! you're gonna be you're gonna be a double <laughs> island boy. Uh, oh so no! <laughs> so that could be either very good, very bad. Island boys have done pretty well on the pod so far this week or, or this uh, season. Um, I like the Cougars here. I think they're scrappy. I think they're fun. I think Oregon. You know, sure they beat the crap out of Eastern Washington, but I don't know. I, I think they're still. They, they, they still need to prove a lot to me. I think BYU has already kind of proven that they have had, you know, they had a tough battle last week and I think they get back and, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of built for these situations, you know, scrappy dogs on the road. And plus that, I feel like that half point is just, just kind of gnarly. So I'm going to go with BYU here. I think it's going to be a close game. This is a hard one to pick though. Uh, I, I, I will agree with all of us there. Um, so Anyways, let's move on to our next game. We have the Penn State Nittany Lions heading to the Plains to face on or face uh, Auburn. They are favored by three here. Um, I don't know. I, I always, this is tricky because I, I feel like Penn State has the potential to be good. They almost let me down against Purdue to start the, to, to start the season, but I'm so out on this Brian Harson Auburn team. Uh, but also at the same time, SEC game under the lights. It's hard to pick against it. So it's this is just another really tough game. I hate it. I hate it. Um, but you know what? I I think Penn State has what it takes to to get a win here. They beat Auburn last year. I know, obviously, totally different. You know, being on the road versus being at home at Happy Valley. But um, no, I'm I'm going Penn State here. Uh, but again, don't love the pick. Don't love it. Don't love it either way. So. Yeah, give me the uh, give me the Penn State Cougars in this one uh, over Auburn, who is either a tiger or an eagle. 
they've still yet to decide. So until they decide, I will be picking against them. The world may never know. Jameson? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Am I about to do it? <laughs> now he's getting worried. Now he's. I, I am. I was gonna. I was gonna pick Auburn. I want to stick with my pick because I'm not gonna just pick like change it because of what happened before See, me. I'm the thing is, honor I, code, but I'm. Am I gonna be an? Uh, I know boy there's again? a term. I know there's a term for this, and it's like when you're you're ten questions into the test and you've answered C on all ten, and you're sure of your answers, but you're like, mm, this this certainly seems not uh, right. I'm not sure of my answers either. So things that definitely ain't going <laughs> right. I, I'm, I'm just going to pick Auburn just because the home experience. This is a big non-conference game. And I think Tank Bigsby hasn't had a breakout yet this season. I understand Auburn's offense really hasn't had it, but I think they can keep it close. If I have that weird feeling they lose by a field goal, that's fine. That's And we put um, and they push it here for me. Um, but I'm going to go Auburn, and it just feels gross to say, but – Give me Tank Bigsby on a big, uh, you know, with a lot of people looking at him this weekend. All right, gotcha. Blake, who do you got? Yep, I'm fading Jamison here. I think the Penn State defense wasn't good against Purdue, but the one good thing they were good at was they stopped Purdue's rushing attack. They only allowed 70 yards. I love that because that basically tells me that they can sell out for the Tank Bigsby run and make TJ Finley beat you. And I'm not a big Sean Clifford stan, if you've been listening and watching this podcast for a long time. I hate Sean Clifford, but the one thing he seems to do is come up clutch and get the points that they need. I think I this game is gross, but I edge Penn State here just because I've seen I've seen Penn State go into a it's not it's not Auburn, but at least went into Purdue. It was able to grit out a tough win against a good offense. I do not believe in this Auburn offense. I, I believe in Tank Bigsby, but if you can sell out and just cover the receivers out there, make TJ Finley beat you, I think that's a good strategy. And I think James Franklin is a decent enough coach to realize that. So I'll leave Jameson on an island. Give me Penn State. Three straight island boys for, oh. uh, for Jameson. And Ooh, look what we spicy. have next. And look what and we, look what have, we next. have next. We have Texas State, our beloved Boko the Bobcat, traveling to Waco to take on the Baylor Bears. Baylor favored by 30. That is a hefty, hefty line. A uh, bit of a far cry from, I believe, the 14 and a half they had last year uh, on the road in San Marcos. So, um, San Marcos. San Marcos. Yeah, Blake, who do you got here? <laughs> this is so freaking easy, and I hope we're just all together and cohesive on this one. It has to be Baylor. This Texas State team is not good. I'm going to do a little transitive property here, but if I could have had the option to choose this as my lock, I might have, just because I was led on to this last week and it was awesome. But Texas State lost to Nevada. Nevada is a horrible team. We've been saying that, and it sucked because it came up when I did me or my lock, Jameson's lock, and we still lost. And they were at home against Incarnate Word last week and just got obliterated. They got to an early lead, but then Incarnate Word stormed back and just had that game in hand. This Nevada team's not good, and they 
whopped this Texas State team. Baylor's played a bad team already this year. It's called Albany. They scored 69 points against them, 10 for Albany. I think this is so easy. Give me the Baylor, minus 30. You can give me unlimited points. If you lose to Nevada, you're dead to me. Texas State, I'm sorry. You're done. Boco, done. Give me the Bears. Wow, okay. Jamison, you've already been burnt by Boco once this year. Is is that 30-point line too appealing to pass up? What do you think? Do it again. Do it again. It made me think about it because Blake's talking about the Nevada game. They learned from that, and they went out this week and absolutely How put do the hammer learn? down on How do you F- learn FIU. From you? No, 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 Blake, it's... let him go. Let him go. Oh Don't my talk God. about it. I'll let him. They put the hammer down on FIU, and I was like, okay, look at Boko. They aren't that bad. They're kind of what we thought they were going to be versus Nevada. But I feel like this line is getting pushed down a little bit about Baylor versus losing to BYU. And just from watching that game, I understand BYU put up a hard fight, but that was a 50-50 game that just didn't go Baylor's way. Um, I'm going to go Baylor here. It hurts me to say, but if I'm a true Texas State fan now, I know that it's in my best interest for them and me to not pick them so they can do well and I can also do well. So it hurts me to say I will not be tailgating Texas State and Boko. No, you can't buy that tailgating shirt and then not back them during the most trying times. I did I did once, and I can be a fan of them. I can be a fan of them and cheer for them the hardest in this game and watch that. But my my money is not going to be Your heart them. won't be in it. You won't be cheering for them in the hardest. You'll be wanting your pick to, to Where cash. can you even watch it? Where can you mm. even watch that game? It's probably going to be like Big 12 now, ESPN Plus game. Probably, that's a good thing. Probably. Hey, but in all honesty, if I want Texas State to do good, I don't bet on them. What is my record picking Texas State? Like one in like nine? Like, come on. Like, I should not be picking them. It's Boko about the has only won. Jameson. Boko has only won twice. Uh, they, they won when Ty brought them to the table for the first time in their wild card. And they won in 2021 last year when you picked them uh, Mm -hmm. to cover the spread against this exact same Baylor team. And we already said this on the pod this week. This is on FS1 at 11 o'clock. This is getting like a big time network. So yes, I will be watching right next to the Nebraska game. Big stage. I will say Baylor only won by nine last year, Jameson. It's not too late to choose or not too late to change your pick. You can mulligan. You can mulligan. Texas, Texas State, they, they can do well, and I'll be very happy if I lose the pick. I'm completely fine with that. <laughs> emotional I'm hedging. I'm willing to do it. This emotional is a hedging. hedging. This isn't emotional hedging. This isn't hedging because it is proven that whenever I pick Texas State, they do not do well. And so, therefore, if I pick against them and I actually think that, um, that Baylor is going to cover this spread, therefore, I get the best of both worlds. You're I just trying to help them out. Spread. So Jameson right now. Game. <laughs> no, I'm going with my head, and at the same time, I know deep right. down that whenever I pick them, I, they do bad. This is a win-win. Dude, this is no hedge. Ty, Ty, this is a hedge. what do you think? Do the gut go fast. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hedge, hedge, hedge. Oh, yes. Um, I think we can yeah, officially rule that. If it's not a, it's hedge, a hedge, I don't know what it is. You've been going against us the entire podcast, and then we come up to the first team on the list that you're a fan of, 
and immediately you throw all the right, out the okay. window. You, and you're you, like, no, I'm just going Do you want me to pick the... the mulligan? Do you want me just for the principle and doing it? Did you want to yes. pick the mulligan? Yes. No, I, 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 don't, I don't want I do. to pick for You the... actually want to pick yeah, Texas no, State? I mean, defend your shield. I defend the Big 12. Do you I defend to? the Big 12. You defend Boko. But you don't pick TCU every single week. I defend the shield. I'm a man of the shield. <laughs> I made Bobby stop so I could defend the shield a little bit more. That's how I operate. I guess you're not like that with Boko. You get one mulligan a year, right, Bobby? Yeah, you get one yep. mulligan a year. I, I don't want to use it for this because I feel like I could really. Oh, boo! Let Boko he's, down. Let oh, Boko down. Teasing the audience. He's this teasing the worse. Boko supporters. This is. It's not worse. It's almost as bad as Bobby's fake pot of greed that one time. Where he yes, yes. Or last week. Last, last week. week. Yeah, again, everyone is <laughs> just throwing all morals, all fandoms out the window. And the I and I are the only no true loyalty. moral men. And the there's fake no out would have covered straight up, too, so that's fair. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Ty, anyways, who do you got in this? We're losing viewers because yeah, I've got, uh, tired I've got of Baylor. Let's talk about. I've got Baylor. Baylor. Texas State is, you know, it's it's a picking Texas State is a drug. You're always chasing that first hit. You hit them once, and if you win, you quit it there. That's what I've done uh, with Texas State every other time. Now I'm forced to pick them because they're on the slate. Give me Baylor. I think it's the smart one. Um, so yeah, give me the Bears. I'm going to go with Baylor as well. Not only is it uh, just a good bet, but strategically it makes no sense to try to, you know, I, I'm up, I'm up uh, a couple games. Oh, everyone. you're no supposed to, to choose no the games. You admit it. You admit it. You have to choose the games before. You just Bro, I was going to pick Baylor anyways. I was going to pick Baylor yeah, anyways. But yeah, so but it's... You admit it out loud that you're gaming it. It sounds like you're just zagging because you're always at the end and you're like, oh, I'll just zag whenever I, was, I, I started. I, I've started half of these, Blake. I know, but you ha you end half of them. That's not a, a luxury. The, do you want to send me to the Texas State Gulag? No, I just yes! want you to pick what you believe in. I want, and I understand I this pick, was your I belief. Pick yeah, but don't, but don't, but don't like, give that like, reason oh, again. Ever, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like, okay. oh, everybody else did it, so I can't zag here. No, yeah, just don't like, do that. Any, it wouldn't make we any choose sense. our picks before. We choose you, you our picks before wrong, the show. You know, you're Bobby's wrong. on the hot seat. I, you're uh, look, Baylor, all right, fine, hey, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those. I'm sure we all do it, but you can't just admit it out loud. I don't. Okay, whatever. We're moving on. We're moving on. We already know what he's going to pick here. Oh, wait. Oh, he State. went out of order. I thought we were going to go Kansas State. Goodness Ooh, gracious. Shoot. Sorry about that. I mixed up. Uh, ooh, yeah. Mixed up my my, my sheets. My bad. Just roll with it. Let's we're going with the two lane. He's flustered. Uh, He's bamboozled. The two lane. Uh, what are they? The wave? The green wave? The two lane green wave at the Kansas State Wildcats. Uh, this is actually kind of fun because these logos are going to be on the helmets. It's actually a retro matchup. Or actually, it's probably going to be Angry Wave for Tulane. But either way, Will, a little uh, retro Willie could be hanging out in the uh, K-State helmet. So fresh off of a really big beatdown over um, Missouri last week, K-State is looking to keep this thing rolling. I think they do. That half point is a little weird. But you know what? I, I think K-State is just a really solid team. I think they come out here, get a good win against Tulane. So give me K-State minus 14 and a half. Ty? Yeah, give me give me uh Kansas State, the Tom from Tom and Jerry. Looks like their mascot. Uh love these retro mascots. Uh for everyone listening, you're missing out on the 
YouTube, Bobby's got some great retro graphics. But yeah, give me give me Kansas State here. Not really any analysis. I I just uh, I got to go with the Shield. Fair enough, Jameson. Yeah, the thing is, uh, yeah, I feel like we're probably going to all pick K State here. But I think Tulane's got a pretty good team. You know, we saw last year what Michael Pratt, their quarterback, he's kind of feisty. He's you know he can put up some numbers. He had he passed the eye test for us last year and gave OU some troubles. Um, I don't think this is going to be a cakewalk for K-State at all. I'm nervous about this pick, but I'm picking K-State, probably win by 17, but I would not be surprised at all if K-State has some troubles early with them. Fair enough. Blake, who do you got? I ain't nervous about this pick because I look at the box scores and I see one glaring stat that Tulane allowed 200 yards via the ground game versus you ass. If you're a diehard listener of the Schooner Pod, of the Weekend Spread. You know U.S. is, as it says, ass. This team sucks. And that scares me against a K-State team where uh, Adrian Martinez honestly hasn't been a great passer at all this season. But the one thing that they do right is they run the ball a lot. Their first game, 297 yards, 235 versus Mizzou. I like that. They barely passed above 100 last game they barely passed or they passed 95 yards their first game adrian martinez can't pass the ball that's going to be critical when it comes to big 12 play but i don't think tulane can really uh, can really stop just kind of the single-headed attack and the talent that k-state has so give me k-state but people fade k-state when it comes to big 12 play because they cannot pass the ball Bobby, they can't pass the ball. If you can't, if you can't throw over a hundred yards versus South Dakota, you can't pass the ball in it the Big Twelve. This is one game. This is one game. And then they Missouri, who doesn't have a good defense, they passed one hundred and one. Adrian Martinez can't pass the ball. I don't think they needed to pass the ball in either of those games that much. Yes, but Big Twelve defenses have gotten to the point where you can sell out for the run and make Adrian Martinez beat you. And I don't think yeah, you can. So I think that's fair. I just I think we have to see it. I. I don't know, but anyways, that's fine. That's uh, Bobby's. Right. That's Bobby's classic excuse. Another you just have big, to another. See it, but <laughs> yeah, you do have to see it. We don't know. He hasn't been tested yet. He hasn't okay. needed to throw the ball. Uh, and probably you're probably right. He probably won't. Be Adrian as Martinez good. untested as a quarterback. You heard it here first. He is not in those Nebraska offenses. I can promise <laughs> you that there was no testing in those. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey everybody, it's Bobby Howard, and before we start the show, I just kind of want to talk to y'all for a second. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of college football preview podcasts, and you know, it's it's really been great. It's gotten me hyped for the season, and one reason it's been great to listen to is because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. You know, I really like the versatility of Raycons. If you're really wanting to lock in, really just immerse yourself in what you're doing, 
That is where the noise isolation feature comes in. Just block everything out. It's great. But you know what? Sometimes you can't just, you know, shell yourself off. So that's where you go to awareness mode where you can have some audio come in. You can do errands. You can act like a normal human being and uh, still listen to what you want. So I feel like that's actually pretty great. The Raycons really are great, though, whenever I'm not editing the podcast. Just kick back, listen to some red dirt. Feels like you're right in the middle of Kane's ballroom. It's great. I love it. So look, if you want to be like me, jump on the Raycon train. Go to buyraycon.com slash TPPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash TPPN to score 15% off. One more time, that is buyraycon.com slash TPPN. Use promo code TPPN15. That's TPPN15. The NFL's opening week was action-packed, and it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any team in the NFL to win, and if your team leads by 10 at any point in the game, you get paid instantly, even if that team ends up losing. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code TPPN, only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Now, Back to the Schooner Pod. Let's move on. We have the UTSA Roadrunners traveling to Austin to face their UT uh, system, you know, I guess, uh, you know, sister school. So the Horns favored by 12 and a half, a little low maybe, after their narrow victor or loss. Uh, yeah, some of them probably think it's a victory uh, against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Blake, were you surprised by how Texas performed against Alabama and uh, how are you feeling for this game? I wasn't surprised. As I came on this podcast, I said 21 points is way too many points for a Texas squad that has a good offense. And I will say, unlike Bobby with his Kent State pick, I'll admit, like, my analysis was a little wrong there. I thought it was going to be the offense that was going to keep them in that game. It was honestly their defense, and I was surprised by that. But Texas is somewhat back. I hate the idea of a your moral victory but yet you lost but i'm still gonna take texas here hudson card is hobbled up which scares me we saw it kind of at the end of the game he's not willing to pass as much but this utsa defense has been so bad and i've had bets against them or bets actually one for them or one against them versus houston and then for them versus west point and they took both of those to overtime, and I think it's because of their defense. They allowed f- close to 500 yards from uh, Army last week, which is incredibly bad, considering that they move at such a slow pace. I think Texas, even with the hobbled Hudson card, will be able to put up big points with the Bijan Robinson in the lineup. I'm This is one of my most confident, uh, confident picks of the week. We saw the line open at 11. It's ballooned up to 12 and a half. I'm taking Texas all the way. Fair enough. Jameson, who do you got? 
Yeah, it's Texas here. Uh, I'm not as big of a believer in UTSA as probably people are putting it out to be. Um, they got a lot of hype from that week one game um, versus Houston. They kept it close and obviously had a lot of theatrics with it. But come on now, like Texas and their skill that they have at home coming off, even though it was a heartbreak loss, they feel really good and confident in themselves. I'm curious to see how Hudson Carr's ankle is going to be, but I still believe so much more in the offense and the other pieces that they have that they can put up 13 easy on them. Fair enough. Uh, Ty, who do you got? Yeah, give me Texas. Spiritually, it was a win uh, for Texas. I, I think arguably, not to go off on a, a deep dive, but arguably that it, losing to Bama by one point could could be the better thing because then you maybe don't get super overinflated, but you still get that confidence boost. So I don't know. I know that Texas fans certainly felt like they had won. Uh, I had a, a TCU alum in my DMs trying to talk crap about Texas. Someone named Chris uh, Blake <laughs> <laughs> try to talk crap about Texas losing to someone at home. Cause that's a flex for Texas fans. But yeah, give me, give me uh, the horns in this one. Fair. Hey, I, I get that. And, you know, looking at the spreadsheet, which is updated in live time. I, I see that. I see James had added Texas to my, my, my list. That's, that's not right. Oh, because for oh me, goodness. for me, I'm going to zigzag. Give me, Dude, you runners. just meet me. Said it again. What? No, Jameson put Texas there. I did not pick Texas. I was going it's to keep the whole you way. See, it's just easy to type it and then um, copy and paste it over four That's cubicles. That's you're you're going to put San. You're going to put San Antonio afterwards. I'm sure. Mm, but yeah, no. Give exactly me. I, I, yeah, I like I like the Roadrunners here. Here's the thing about Texas. They're always really really good against OU. Any random SEC team slash non-conference team they play that is actually good. And, uh, you know, other than that, they have issues with motivation. The talent is there. And at the same time, this feels weird. It feels weird that the spread is 12 and a half. That is off. Uh, UTSA and Jeff Trailer, very solid coach. I feel like this is a game he can, you know, sneak up, make it close. I don't think they get close to, I, I don't think they win this thing, but. I could see some weird things happening in Austin, especially especially if Hudson Card is not ready to go and they have to use whatever third string they have available. Um, I don't know. I have a weird feeling that things could, They'll play could, could get Card. off here. Yeah. And if they, the, if they, they kept they do, him in yeah. the game after that ankle injury, they aren't going to pl- not play him this weekend. It's I, I don't see any reason why, unless like really swelled up over the weekend and like it's kind of ballooned up and he can barely move on in. He was just playing off, you know, epinephrine during that game. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, you know, I mean, you know more about that than I do, but yeah, Texas, um, I, Texas I don't know. Texas announces I, that Aaron Rodgers will be a special quarterback <laughs> consultant for this game. That's funny. But no, I, I like UTSA here. I think they find a way to keep this close. 12 is just it, it's weird it feels weird i think texas comes out they come out flat they ha- used up all their motivation last week and uh the road runners catch them by surprise and keep it close so uh that's my pick uh utsa so let's move on to our next game we have the kansas jayhawks making their first appearance on the weekend spread that does not include a wild card and they've well deserved it after winning at west virginia and they are traveling to face the old mountain man himself, Dana Holgerson, uh, and the Houston Cougars. Cougars favored by just eight and a half. Um, this is tricky. And, you know, might I might be overbuying the hype here, but I was really, I think Kansas going out on the road, getting a win at West Virginia, 
I don't know. I, I might be drinking the Kool-Aid here. I like the Jayhawks. I like this weird logo that looks like Marcel in the shell with shoes on, hanging out. He's giving me good vibes. He has his little legs crossed. So for me, I think Kansas has a chance to really cause some more commotion. Houston had that really just utter stinker. They haven't looked great all year. They had that absolute stinker in, um, you know, in Lubbock. I feel like, I feel like Texas Tech, not that great. Um, and I, I, I just, I have good vibes about this Kansas team. I think they, uh, I think they cover eight and a half. So give me the Jayhawks. Ty, I, I, you've been a, a major Jayhawk guy in the past. How are you feeling about them? Yeah, I've been, well, I've been a big Jayhawk guy when it comes to preseason win totals. Uh, certainly not on, on the spread. This one's rough. Uh, again, shout out to their retro logo. I've never seen this before, but that is a, uh, that's a flamingo. That's definitely not a Jayhawk. To be fair, Jayhawks. <laughs> to be fair, Jayhawks fault. aren't real, so it could be anything. Well, okay, you know, so maybe Jayhawks are flamingos in basketball shoes. But um, I got completely sidetracked. Uh, Houston, it's the Cincinnati of the South. They're both just commuter schools that wear red. Um, I don't know if they have their own stadium. They might be like a Southern California team. They do, in that sense. They, so they do have their <laughs> own stadium. They have like that's, their own so tiny little stadium yeah. that they use for the XFL. So maybe not really because the XFL they shared with the XFL. So mm. they play in an XFL stadium, I guess could be your angle. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I thought they played in a, what is it? The Superdome or whatever it is in, in Houston, the, the Astro world <laughs> stadium, but uh, <laughs> I'm stalling. Cause I, I, I truly don't have anything. I know people from Houston like to associate themselves with, with NASA, the town, not the, well, NASA is not a town. Houston, the town, not Houston, the university. Um, just game time from the hip here. I'm going to go with, uh, I like Dana. I like Dana Holgerson in this one. So I, I do think Kansas, you know, Kansas might beat Texas Tech this year. They might be, well, they're already not the bottom of the Big 12. Uh, so they're on the up and up. But I, I think that Houston has this one. Eight and a half. They got Derek King, so that's a major thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kansas not only is not at the bottom, they're leading the Big 12 right now. They're currently number that one. That is true. Yeah. I completely forgot. Yeah. Playoff bound. There you go. Playoff Kansas. Um, Jameson, last week you faded the Jayhawks in your wild card and uh, they made you pay for it. I don't know. You, do you have a change of heart here? Or are you still uh, still down on, on, on Rock Chalk? Okay. Um, well, another stat about Kansas, they are like top five in like uh, FBS with points. It's just ridiculous. They're, I think they're averaging like 55 and a half per game right now for two games. That's just ridiculous. They technically have the best offense in the country. Yes, that's just crazy to think. And it's not like they played a cupcake. West Virginia obviously was shown to not be the best team, but not a cupcake. So good for them. Um, here's my, here's my thought process. Usually you guys know me on this podcast in terms of picks as a very spiteful person. I find a vendetta and I hold it against that team or I find someone I love and it's hard for me to let go. Kansas. I had, I had a love with them last year. I did. And I, and I faded them and I don't know what happened to me. I, I, I guess it was just that they took away Jason Bean from me and I felt really hurt and just betrayed. But now I am not going to hold a vendetta versus them. I'll hop on Kansas right here. Give me Kansas plus eight and a half. I just can't look into those little Jayhawk eye, like Microsoft paint eyes right there on the left of the screen and tell him, no, give me Kansas, <laughs> get in the shootout and give me plus eight and a half with it. Yeah. Look at the little Derby boy. He really appreciates it. Good. Good on you, Jameson. 
Uh, Blake, who do you got in this? Jameson is once again an island boy this week. Because no, I have... Bobby's, Bobby's with me. Oh, God, I forgot yeah. that. No, yeah, I, wrote I got K, the Cougars. Too. I got the Cougars. I think there has been nothing, honestly, that would inspire hope from Houston's performances uh, the last two weeks. They, like UTSA, have gone to two overtime games. But I just, like, I'm hoping something clicks there. The defense has been horrendous. And I think KU's offense is good enough to kind of pick it apart. But I'm just, like, hoping the Clayton Toon, Nathaniel Dell combination just finally clicks. It's just, like, I, I was so high on Houston going into the season. And they, like, my big thing was I'm, like, they their defense is going to be excellent, and then they have this wide receiver-quarterback combination. The defense has been crap. The wide receiver-quarterback combination, the wide receiver has been incredible, but Clayton Toon has been a little disappointing. I just have to think they, ha- they have to get it together at home. This is their first home game. I bet nobody goes to those home games in Houston because really, like Ty said, it's commuter school. Nobody cares about the school. But I just feel like, I feel like it has to get righted this week. I'm tired of getting burned by Houston. So give me Houston, eight and a half. There you go. So that's, that's the first one I think we've had a, um, a true split on. So good on good on us. No, Alabama, Texas. Uh, or well, no, I meant this week. This okay. week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a so big what... week for Jameson. It's yeah, big, big, big. <laughs> he's either he's either going to be a hero or just a laughing stock. <laughs> like he's fully, even if he goes with us for the rest of them, he's fully committed to this. Just yeah. okay. That oh, Auburn one was in. a little nasty. That was a really nasty bum. We'll carry through it. That's all good. That's all good. Let's move on to a pretty big non-conference. We have the Texas Tech Red Raiders traveling to, uh, I believe, Raleigh to face. Uh, the NC State Wolfpack. Look at that. Look at that NC State logo. That's that's lovely. Uh, NC State favored by 10 here. Um, Blake, you get us started off here. What do you think? I know you were big on NC State last year. You think uh, you think they could cover 10 against the Red Raiders? Absolutely. I don't care what number you put in front of me, basically, versus Texas Tech squad. I'm still on the under their win totals. They were talking a lot of trash last week, beating Houston, which kind of goes against my last point. I know I don't have confidence in Houston, but I have confidence in the fact that this Texas Tech squad is so bad. I know Jameson this next ki- next time is going to talk about Donovan Smith and how good he is, and oh, he's the better choice at quarterback. I really don't care. It doesn't matter who's at quarterback for this Texas Tech squad. I'm tired of cactus gang it goes it goes down in north nc state and i love these these vintage graphics we got the uh, awooga wolf (laughs) and it is some old uh, classic cartoons give me north carolina state i don't care what the point point spread of this is i think they are a much more disciplined team on offense defense dave doran will have his uh squad ready Give me those points. Give me, give me, give me those points. I love them. The, the Awuga Wolf is the only way I'm going to refer to that by uh, now. That's perfect. Um, Jameson, who do you like here? You might think I was going to pick Texas Tech, Blake, but I'm going NC State here. Ah, uh, I, just think ten, I think I think 10 points is just too much for me. Uh, I 
I guess um, Donovan Smith had thrown three interceptions last week. I still think he generated some good offense, put up over 350 yards. Um, But NC State uh, is probably getting pushed down a little bit for how they went week one versus Eastern Carolina. Or is it East Carolina or Eastern Carolina? East, East Carolina. Know. Just East. Okay, Carolina. it's just East. Yeah, it's East. Yeah, it didn't sound right whenever I said that. Um, but I just think that they're a much better team than only beating them by one. Uh, I think NC State wins by 13 here. Fair enough. Ty, who do you got? Yeah, and so I you got to give a – Jameson brought up a, a good point with the ECU close win. They did win by NC State. Um and that's because it was a it was a rivalry game, just right out week one, right out the bat, uh, which is an awesome thing. Uh, the whole state of North Carolina just did their in-state rivalries or some of their in-state rivalries because there's a lot of of uh, big teams within North Carolina. A lot of people uh, forget about that, but uh, so they super super cool thing that I I loved. Uh, but yeah, I like the Wolfpack in this one. I'm a big a big fan sort of of all the, the North Carolina schools, uh, one of the coolest places I've, I've ever lived. So give me, give me uh NC state to, uh, to take the win out in Raleigh. We've, we've talked enough about this Texas tech, just absolute garbage team. I, the, Texas tech is what happened. If you, or Texas tech is what would happen if you took this year's Florida Gators team and put them in Lubbock. They're the exact same team. They're both garbage. They both what? think they're really good. Uh, and yeah, Blake has an inexplicable love for both of their quarterbacks. But yeah, give me NC State. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still fading Tech. I, I know they had that really cool win against Houston, but overall, I I think NC State. You know, you know that that East Carolina game, as a lot of people have echoed, like that's a tough game. That's at East Carolina. That always kind of felt like a bit of a trap trap performance and. I think it's kind of unfair to judge NC State based off that. And I kind of think the line's reflecting it, but I think NC State gets out to a good win here. Uh, Tech's out of their depth. So give me the Wolfpack minus 10. Anyways, let's move on to the game that we are all excited for. The only game on the slate that matters. It's the Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Blake is left in protest. I'm sorry. I saw the private chat. Oh, man. The only game that anyone cares about, it's the Oklahoma Sooners traveling to Lincoln, Nebraska to take on the Huskers, who just fired Scott Frost. <laughs> they have a new man in charge. Uh, will it change things? I don't know. OU, favored by 11, though. Um, and I'll start this out. Uh, I got to say, so this line has actually dipped a lot as the week has gone on. The Sharps are hammering, hammering the Sooners. And, you know, frankly, at 11, I agree. I like it. I like OU minus 11 here. I think it's going to be tricky. I think it's going to be tougher than people think. But to me, that's just a very attainable line with where Nebraska is right now, with the amount of trouble that that program's had. You know, just it, it takes too much time to get back and turn around the type of performances we've seen, especially on defense. I think the Jeff Levy offense and everything just really cat finds a way to capitalize, do well, and, um, you know, steps up and get this gets this win um it is going to be a challenge for the defense i'm excited to see how that goes but ultimately i i think the sooners uh break through here and get the 11 point cover hold on Ty, Bobby, you did you say that the sharps are going in on oklahoma because i thought i saw it at like 12 and a half so what are they coming in on nebraska 
Oh, shoot. They're I'm very not, much yeah. coming in on Nebraska. Yeah, I did yeah. not think that right. Yeah, they're coming in on yes. Nebraska. Yeah, I, I had my I had my mind, mind mixed up there. Uh, I don't know. Screw them. OU's going to cover. <laughs> yeah, the Sharks aren't coming in. It's, it's a classic case of, like, market manipulation. They're just moving the lines around until they get it where they want to, and then they really slam it. Um, but yeah, we did a whole podcast on this. I, I would implore anyone who hasn't listened to go check it out. Uh, we dedicated an entire just standalone podcast to previewing this OU Nebraska game. And I think it should come as no surprise, not, not necessarily even being homers, but I think that OU has this one. Obviously, most of us are going to pick OU in this being a mostly OU podcast. But I think if you look at it from the OU side, OU has had this thing for the past three head coaches now well we don't know with venables yet so the the previous two head coaches at least where we did this weird thing of scheduling these marquee home and homes and then having even if we won a really honestly embarrassing performance at home and then turning it around when we went and played the people at their home so i think that ou minus 11 here is pretty reasonable especially considering the state that nebraska football is currently at and i do want to say i didn't get a chance to say it in our our Nebraska preview, but I truly do hope that they turn it around. I think they're now in an environment where it's maybe financially better than they would be in the Big 12, just because the Big 10 payouts and the way, the way it's going, but they're certainly not an environment where they're going to be able to turn around their program, unfortunately. But I, I, I really do wish to see Nebraska back with the Blue Bloods. I, I don't really know if it's feasible anymore the way college football is going. They may be uh, go in the way of the Ivy leagues, but uh, yeah, give me the Sooners in this one. Yeah. I, I echo, I echo that sentiment. I think Nebraska being a, a, a presence in college football, uh, especially for OU definitely is a good thing. I think um, I, I just think, you know, they're one of those programs that makes the game feel more whole. So yeah, I'm with you there. Jameson, what do you think? Yeah. I, I said this in the past pause. I echo Ty. Definitely go listen to that. I think this is a big game for OU to kind of, uh, put things together that a lot of the fans have been kind of disappointed about um, the run game last week. Seems like there wasn't a lot going unless you made a, uh, what the first defender miss. Uh, there was not a lot of good uh, run blocking by the offensive line and the interior really needs to step things up. And even though Dylan Gabriel threw for three touchdowns, I feel like his decision-making was still a little bit delayed. I think it was a little bit better than the week one and that's good. That's progress, but I expect him to take an even bigger jump here. I think that he shows out, um, gets OU fans back on the optimistic side of talking rather than talking about the negatives that we've seen this last week, and OU wins handily by 20-plus. Wow. A lot of confidence for the Sooners. Uh, Blake, do you echo that sentiment? What do you think happens here? No, I don't echo that sentiment. I think uh, so far the... Brent Venables and I guess Jeff Levy and my opinions, we don't have to state them on this podcast, but that offense has been a little underwhelming. Like I didn't watch the game last week, but just seeing that you're up only scored 10 points versus a very bad defense in the Mac. That is very disappointing to me uh, from OU. I would have liked this a little bit Where's more. The 10 Scott from? Yeah. What are you talking about? We won we, by 30 points. No, in the first half. You only no, we only scored seven. seven. We only scored seven. Oh, even half. better. Even no, we better. Only, I thought you scored ten. No, but it doesn't matter. It no, doesn't matter. seven in the first wrong. half yeah. on a last second it doesn't drive. Matter. It, it does total. not matter. It does not matter if we were worse than you thought. You were wrong. Case is thrown out. That's that is how, true. That's how I was wrong. Works. So, 
I've just not been a fan of this OU offense. And I think this Nebraska team, they're built to play close games. I would have loved if Scott Frost was actually coaching this game. Because it would have ensured it would have been a single-digit loss. And this would have been the easiest cover in the world. But I think Nebraska, that home field atmosphere, those fans love them. I think that's a consideration. I think their offense has honestly has been the one bright spot this year. It's usually the black shirt defense, and they haven't been showing out, which is kind of concerning. But I have some concerns about uh, Dylan Gabriel and OU, so I'm going to take the points here. I don't think it's as easy as people think. I think Nebraska fans are fired up about this. I think this is a turning point because, like Ty said, it's he's like, oh, how will Nebraska fare in this new era of college football? They could honestly fare pretty well. They could be second or third in the big, uh, the Big Ten. They honest, they do. They have a lot of money. They just scoffed at what? seven and a half million dollars, dude. What? They could have. They just had to yeah. keep Scott Frost for two more weeks, and they wouldn't have to spend seven and a half million dollars. And they said it's not about yes, money, though. It is though. It is though. That's how you get. Yes, it is no, tied because everyone has money. How are you going to get people to go to play in Lincoln, Nebraska? They have even more. They have more money than people think. They have the Big Ten media deal. Yeah, plus, I they have great you. boosters. I believe you, but it's not just about. You sound like an A and M fan right now. It's not just yeah. About and they get money. they recruited the best class in college football. Oh, but did you you reinforce my statement with another very A and M esque statement? You've watched enough. You've watched enough. And then they lost to App State. Yes, but you you've watched enough college football, Ty, to understand that recruiting classes that come in for the freshman year don't automatically develop. This is such. Have you watched a college football game? Do you trust freshmen? No, Ty. I am. You like college goodness. Thank goodness. Classes take time to develop, Ty. They take time. Thank goodness You're just that Queen Elizabeth this casual is not here. take of it's the day oh, that they, Blake uh, became an anim fan. No, it's <laughs> just such a casual Her take. Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, and three days later, you become an anim stan. It's a casual take. You know, you know, classes take time to develop, and you have to string together those results. I think Nebraska has the resources to be able to string together decent enough classes, plus get a coach that can develop some talent and be good. That's not unreasonable. But, but I, I will say, I will say, I think Ty has a point where what they did, the Scott Frost era, was them going for broke. Was them putting that money in? It, it wasn't. Them... It really what wasn't. It was. It was. It was their dream hire. And it yeah, just but didn't it's work. No, but we Scott Frost was hired well before the NIL era. The, you got to think about, about NIL. Then yeah, okay. Yes, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're going to use their boosters to string together a good NIL program. Plus, plus, I think they're going to get a great hire this time. That's more of a developmental guy. Like if you're looking, I know Ty's going to roll his eyes at this one, no, but okay, Matt look, Campbell or here's... one of those, or Jamie Chadwell or one of those types of guys okay, that so develop. Wait, wait. Just full. where would you rank? Where would you rank Nebraska in terms of buying power in college football? In terms of that money, I know they. I know they have more than people think. I agree with you there, but at the same at the same time, like I don't know. I I, I think top it's, four uh, in the Big Ten, easy. Top four in the Big Ten, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to compare yeah, like across yeah, conference, yeah. but I agree well, no, with I, top four. I wouldn't. I don't even know if I would agree 10, with that yeah. actually. One of Michigan, you said Ohio top State. Two. Iowa. One of you said top I, two. I, I don't think – they spend way more than Iowa. That's – yeah. Who said – someone said top two in the Big Ten. 
And that's where I stepped no. in. I said right? that the, that's four. where their ceiling is. They could be a yeah. top two program. God, they could, if they get things ceiling. right with this, no. if they, yes, it's called no. a ceiling tie because it's their max potential that they can reach out to. They can, if they get this higher right, they can. That is perennially better than either Ohio State or Michigan. That's you think that's feasible. They can compete with mm. Michigan. They can compete with Michigan. with USC I, coming you to guys, their conference you guys as well. Yes. But here's the thing: I think Michigan has more nil money, and they're located in a way better. You are saying that Nebraska, Nebraska is going to be able to year after year out buy, out recruit, and outperform. It doesn't have to be all of them. But I'm it, not saying I'm saying their ceiling State, they can be with the good Michigan hire and USC and we'll throw Penn State in there as well because they still continue to be pretty good. I think and, and we, again, Nebraska again, can get to Penn State level. They can get to Penn State level. They, well, there's State, no way. Uh, there have been what? years Penn State have been. Penn State's like, been the, the number two team, team in the Big Twelve. Like that's... you're proving your point, Ty. Like oh, yeah. in a single, okay, we're, a single we're, like a single a season anomaly. Yeah, whatever. I think, we'll I think we're in a loop. At it's this not point, a single but... season anomaly, and we've seen that multiple times. But uh, and I will say, okay, I, think, so I, I, I think I think Ty has a point. Uh, I think Blake has a point. I think Nebraska, if everything works out, there you go. But also the best Nebraska years were when they would just take random walk-ons from around Nebraska and juice them up full of steroids. So let's, let's be Feed honest them with that, that juice corn, that oh, yeah. juice corn, <laughs> throw a bunch of Fairberry hot dogs at them and hope. And, and, and there you go. They're, those things like the, the nuclear red hot dogs, it gets it to work. But anyways, let's move on to my favorite pick of the week. It's time for the wild card. Oh, yeah, the brakes working. Like there was a part of me that wanted to see if there was any way that I could get the first wild wild card by picking last, but I decided not to because that's not how we've been doing it this year. So Blake, um, go ahead. You have the first pick. Who do you got? My pick was pretty easy this week. I think one team is being very much disrespected across the country and usually like to pick some G5 opponents, but I'm going P5 this time. Give me the Syracuse Orange over Purdue. This team has has been an electric factory on offense, and nobody's paying attention to them. Garrett Schrader is ripping apart opponents, and you're telling me that Syracuse at home is a one-and-a-half-point favorite versus this Purdue team that, although I picked Penn State, Sean Clifford came into your house and ripped you apart at the end. No, no, no. No, no, no. This was the easiest line I saw on the board. This team is juiced offensively. Dino Babers might have his best squad, and it's his least-hyped squad. I'm taking Syracuse here. I think it was an easy pick. I think that's fair. Jameson, who do you got? You look excited. Oh, I'm so happy Blake didn't pick this one. Blake, what are you doing? There's one on a platter for you. A great pick. I saw this and I go, no chance it gets to me because Blake's going to pick it. And as he continues to say, he goes, he goes, I'm going to take a Power 5 school. And I go, oh, no, here he goes. He goes, this is the easiest out of all the lines. I'm like, this is it. This is definitely it. Utah minus 21 playing at home versus San Diego State. Like, what? Like, Blake, how are you not going to pick that one? Really? Like, against it's... your mortal enemy, San Diego State, and then Utah, the, a team that you've been talking big on. Like I've been trying to, to – back? 
I gotta be kinder. I can't just bully bully San Diego State <laughs> while they're down. They are down. It is like kicking the kid while he is bleeding out on the floor. That would have been mean to me. I have some ethics. The captain has a code of ethics on his ship. I can't just be kicking people down like that. Well, I ain't, and I'm going with Utah Mys 21, and ooh, I love it. Nice. Good stuff. I Ty, who do you great got? pick. Great pick. Sorry, I, my graphics got messed up. Yeah, so looking at this one, I just there were so, so many good ones this week, I think. From looking at, at the betting lines, again, we're picking them right now as we record, so about 8.30 on Wednesday, courtesy of DraftKings. Uh, so these these lines may have changed by the time that this releases and you're listening. But I'm going with, you know, if you're if you're milking that cow and, and milk is still coming, I'm obviously wet on my I don't know farm analogies. If you're milking that cow and milk is still coming out, <laughs> keep milking, I guess. I don't really I really I don't know where I was going from that or with that one, but uh I did it last week. I'll do it again. I'll be the bad guy because it's about winning, it's about not having to eat hot dogs at a baseball game give me the usc trojans minus 12 and a half against fresno state look they've got something to prove it's the 2021 oklahoma sooners basically except they took our fourth best receiver off that team and our well i guess our best quarterback off that team but um yeah i i like usc in this one i i liked them last week and i understand you know the stigma against picking Against them, I'm not necessarily cheering for them, but I think I, I know they're going to put up points. I know they have a motivation to put up points. They've already broken the seal of being the bad guys. So, you know, they lose nothing by continuing to pour it on an opponent that they're already beating. So give me the USC for my for my wild card. But before I pass it on to you, Bobby, you didn't see this coming. I you never saw this coming. I summoned part of Green. Right now, they are 0-2. I hate them. We all hate them. Everyone that has a brain hates them. Of course, I'm talking about the Notre Dame fighting Irish. But something's got to give. And this week, right now, they got an 11-point line. And I have now lost my notes. And I am scrolling to find them (laughs) as I continue to talk. They're playing... Where are they? Cal, I think. They're playing, yes, Cal. A terrible team. A terrible, terrible, terrible team. The California Bears. So I'm bringing it back to the Pac-12 again. Give me the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to beat the Cal Golden Bears, who are undefeated by 11 points. Certainly, you know, they're not good. They're, They're clearly not good. But we saw some promise in their opening game against Ohio State. We truly did. And then... I don't. I have no excuses for last week. I'm going to make no excuses because I don't like them. I laughed the entire time watching them lose, and I think it's hilarious that they are 0 2. And I think it's hilarious that Brian Kelly found a way to leave a program and have it end up worse somehow than the one he's gone to, which he's also brought downhill. That's a special skill to bring two programs downhill just by you moving once. But I think that Notre Dame certainly has 11 points over Cal in them this weekend. So uh, I think it's time for them to recover. They're not going to go, you know, they're not going to have too many losses, but I will say if you look at their schedule and they continue on this same sort of underperforming trajectory, it is not implausible. I was saying this to people last weekend, they were rolling their eyes. So I started to name the names on their schedule. 
it's not implausible that this team could maybe be fighting to even make it to a bowl game at this point. So, but uh, give me Notre Dame. Yeah, I, man, that's actually a really good pick. I like that. Um, you know, Marcus Freeman is 0-3 in his coaching career. So, you know, I'm sure they're ready to get back on the wagon, get a big win there. So I, I like that. Um, I'm going to go with an early game. Uh, and I already, I mentioned this in the group chat a little bit. I really like Air Force minus 15 uh, against Wyoming. And I know I'm playing with fire here by introducing Wyoming into a pick. These jerks always find a way to backdoor uh, yes. either good or bad. Uh, but at the same time, I really like Air Force. And, you know, I, I before I go any further, I got to give a hat tip. This is clearly Blake was the one who uh, introduced them in our um, um, group of five pod. And, you know, I, I did my research. And I, I, I'm i with you. I like him. I, I like him a lot. I loved him uh, against Colorado last week. Uh, and I believe they're favored by 17. I'm like, that's a little seat, but I think they could pull it off. They won by like 31. So on the road at Laramie in Laramie uh, up at Wyoming, you know, obviously altitude's not an issue for them. So I, I think they just had the system to get done and beat a people who fly planes. Don't have the, to worry about the, the, the exactly. Layers. That's that what was so that was so, the layers to that. There's the Colorado layer. There's the air force layer. There's the yeah. classic schooner pod. Is weather going to be a factor? Well, uh, it's not if really oxygen weather, it's ceases like, to exist, Air Force, <laughs> Air Force has the best chance of surviving they, the longest. Air Force, Air Force, Force guys are just partying too much, and they're just going to be totally out of shape. <laughs> They'll be fine. But yeah, no, I like Air Force minus 15 here. I think they get that done. Um, but, you know, it's Wyoming, so who knows? I'm I'm kind of risking it a little bit here, because Wyoming, never, never a friend to anybody. So, all right. That's all we got for our wild card picks, as well as our part of greed. Uh, speak now or forever. Hold your peace, Jameson and Blake, for the pot of greed. This window is now. Jameson, right. I, and Ty are normal people and use our pot of greed when it is on us and don't do this whole charade about how, oh, like, let me redirect in this. We're very it straightforward worked. when we want to use ours. It still worked. Maybe, maybe not for entertainment value, but it worked. It got the job done. And I probably should have just stuck with the original pick because it would have been way cooler than Wake Boris beating up on Vandy. But it still worked. It was still good. It would have been infinitely cooler. It <laughs> would have been I know you, Bobby. You would have escalated. You'd be like, I think like App State could have won this game. And you would have had that clip for the rest of your life. I was, if they were going to, if they beat North Carolina, I, I was pretty set on it. But anyways. I'm just um, excited for... Texas State to cover this week and Jamison to jump right on him as his wild card <laughs> next week. That's totally and cool. then lose. I'm happy <laughs> for that. Yeah. I'd be very, again, very what, happy for them. Again, one of their two covers has been against Baylor. So we'll see how that goes. Very but happy for them. Good slate we got here, boys. Uh, thank you all for your time. Always fun. Always, always a good time. So looking forward to see how this week shakes out. I think it's going to be uh, yet another good week of college football. So, uh, yeah. I would like to say thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook as well as Raycon for sponsoring this episode. As always, uh, make sure to use their uh, specific promo codes to get some good deals there, uh, especially DraftKings. Got, got some really good stuff there, promo code TPPN. And then, of course, shout out to TPPN, our partner and good pals uh, up there. So that's all we got for the weekend spread. We will see you all next time. And uh, good luck out there, everyone.
kind of weird way to say that. Good luck out there. Good luck out there. That's a better one. There we go. Let's end it.